Let me tell you why you're here. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a white rabbit. So, um, white rabbit. This movement is growing. We have an army of digital soldiers. Digital soldiers with irregular warfare at its finest. Digital soldiers. That story will continue to be told here. Welcome, fellow troopers, to another episode of White Rabbit. We have what we call citizen journalists. Digital soldiers. Welcome, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and today with me I have Benji from the Pilsner and Politics podcast. I'm very excited to have you on. I think there's all kinds of crap that we could talk about, what's going on in uh, in the world, what's going on in our community, and uh, I would like you to shed some light on certain things, and I thought it would be awesome if we can go over a couple news clips and uh, hash some shit out. Yeah, Welcome absolutely. Show, brother. Hey, Catalyst, thank you so much for having me on. This is, uh, this is a pleasure. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you on, brother. So um, right before I brought you on, um, so I got this compiled uh, clip that I'd like to play. And then afterwards, I want to play something that happened with the Supreme Court today. I'm not sure if you're aware of, of uh, a ruling that happened today, but let's go ahead and listen to, uh, let's go take a trip back in time real quick. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. Definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone to take a vaccine. We've never done that. Our interest is very simple from the federal government, which is Americans' privacy and rights should be protected. Needless to say, the right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is not negotiable. They told us that they would never do this. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. We don't want to be mandating from the federal government to the general population. It would be unenforceable and not appropriate. The federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. And then there's this one, the creme de la creme. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. So that's a little uh, back to the future trip. <laughs> and uh, I, I actually kind of feel like an asshole right now because we just jumped straight into the news and I didn't allow you to introduce yourself in your podcast and what you're about. So let's pause on the news right now and uh, rewind, circle back Jen Saki style, and please uh, introduce yourself to my audience, who you are, your, a little bit of your background and what your podcast is about. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So uh, I'll do a little circle back girl uh, for Jen Saki here. And so my name is Benjamin Culper and uh, my brother, uh, Vinny Culper, um, started our podcast at the end of 2022. And uh, what we started to notice was that there was a lack of courage in America. And uh, it came to almost full fruition when um, the lockdowns began. So Lockdowns began probably second week in March, maybe uh, early third week. But prior to that, I remember saying to myself in January, when, when we start to see China locking down, there's no fucking way that this is going to happen in America. Absolutely no way. We are freedom-loving, individual liberty kind of people, right? So we wouldn't allow our government to, to become tyrannical, right? Uh, uh, we, we were founded on, on rebels who fought against tyranny. And 
March came and people just, they, 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 they gave away their, their freedom for uh, the promise of safety, but can government truly keep you safe? Right. And I would argue, uh, especially against a, a virus. N- no, they can't. Uh, so, you know, we stand for liberty. We stand for individual responsibility. Um, so pretty much what we do on the show is we want to give other people the courage to speak out against the tyrannical government. And I don't care if we only reach one person. Uh, if we reach one person, uh, then we're pretty successful. Uh, we have a very popular show. Uh, we are growing exponentially given that we're, we've you know been, only been around since January. Uh, but you know that's what we're about. So I, I'm in the DC area. I'm right here uh, in the swamp, and Vinny is still up in in uh, northern New York. So uh, we love politics. We love talking politics. Uh, it's we used to call each other when I first moved down here. You know, a couple times a week, and we would just talk about current events and what's going on. And it, you know, it was a form of therapy for us. And uh, we're like, you know what, fuck it. Let's 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 go full board with the show and and do what we do. And, uh, here we are just helping spread truth and, uh, hopefully giving people the courage that they need. That's awesome, brother. I did listen to your last episode. Um, and I thought that was very awesome. I, I did hear that guy and it, the, his name is, is mistaken or it's uh, I can't come to my head right now. Who, who was that guy that you had on? Um, so it was Joel. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Joel, AK, uh, the token black guy, USA. Token black guy. That's right. I heard him on another podcast prior to yours and, uh, that guy is doing a lot of good things, Yeah, he but really uh, back to, back to you and your podcast. So you and your brother, you decided to start this podcast and you're actually in Washington, DC. Is your brother also in Washington, DC? Or are you guys in separate, uh, States? We're in separate States. So he is still, uh, in the upstate New York area. Oh, okay. And, um, is is it okay if I ask what it is that you guys do for a living or is that a sore subject for the um, podcast? Yeah, no, not at all. So, uh, I'm a bean counter for the federal government and, uh, Vinny makes no bones about it. He is a, uh, uh, he's a law enforcement officer, uh, locally in uh, upstate. Well, that's awesome because I think that, um, there is a lot of people that instantly think, oh my gosh, there's the fed blah, blah, blah. And, and instantly assume that that's a bad thing. However, there's white hats and black hats in every profession. And I don't care if you work at McDonald's, there's a good person and there's a bad person that works, works there. Right. So if you guys are out there and you're speaking the truth and you're trying to wake people up, um, it, it shouldn't matter who you work for. And just the fact that you do work for who you work for should should actually raise some eyebrows and be like, wow, these people are speaking out because they don't like what's going on. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a fair point. And uh, I'm actually happy that you brought that up. Cause I, I think there's a lot of people, especially in our, in our movement, right. The, the truth or movement for lack of a better word um, that tend to look at the federal government or federal employees and as like, they're all bad. Right. And I would argue that uh, it's the, f- the, the bureaucrats in DC who are bad, right? These are the people who have, um, who have accumulated so much power because they've been in, been in their positions for so many years and they think it's their responsibility for lack of a better term to, uh, to ensure that the status quo stays in place. Um, I want to back up a second. So Edward Snowden, I, I don't know how you feel about him. Uh, initially when he first came out, I, I didn't really like the guy. I was like, wow, what a scumbag. What a, um, what a traitor to this nation. But, uh, 
I took a step back and, and I wanted to look at his story from like the 10,000 foot view. And he said something that was, that was really important. And it was that just because of what you do doesn't make you a patriot. And you don't need to be loyal to, to a government to, to be a patriot, right? So um, as long as every single day you're moving forward to, uh, to better the people around you, better your civilization, that's what a patriot is. You're not a patriot because you work for the FBI. You're not a patriot because you work for the DOJ. Uh, you're not a patriot because you, know, you work Border Patrol. You're a patriot because what you do every single day represents the fellow man next to you, right? Well, we all know that the resident uh, in office right now is not a patriot. So you're right. Your job title does not define you as a person. Absolutely. I mean, you got people like I I had just mentioned McDonald workers. You probably got people at McDonald's that are way more patriotic than uh, people um, living in the White House right now. Or I don't even know. We can go there if you want to, if they even really are there or not. But (laughs) That's another story. So I want to know what rubbed you the wrong way about Edward Snowden. Was it because he came out publicly and was uh, releasing the fact that the federal government is indeed spying on us, which is something that we already knew, but he just verified. Yeah, no, listen, I think, uh, I think I had the blinders on for the longest time. Again, I, uh, I'm I'm a veteran of of foreign wars, right? So I served in Iraq. Uh, I I was in the military for six years. Oh, what branch? I was in, in, in the air force. Nice. Thank you for your service. Well, thank you. Thank you. I do it for people like you. That's, that's what I like to say. Um, so, I mean, even if you want to go back to, back to 2006, even 2001, uh, you know, I thought that we were in in Iraq for, uh, the right reasons, right. I I had the blinders on. I I wasn't, I wasn't thirsty for the knowledge. Right. And the the knowledge was out there. Uh, so, so I came to a point where I I guess we'll get back on Edward Stone. I don't want to go on, on a tangent here, but, uh, I got to a point where I was like, all right, I, I want to, I heard the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, when he had Snowden on and I kind of turned it off and then, uh, you know, 2020 hit 2021 hit and I bought this book. So I read his book. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so wrong about this guy. Um, so yeah, I guess initially I was like, well, how's this guy gonna, um, leak state secrets. But then at the same time, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, uh, the NSA, the CIA, they're, they're hiding these these secrets uh, from the from the the public, and and we have a right to know what's going on, especially right. if we're the ones that are that are uh, being surveilled. Well, I I have a theory about Edward Snowden, and and you know, I think it's awesome that he did come out and come forward with what he did. At the same time, he had access to everything, so why not come out about? Um, the Pizzagate stuff. Why not come out about child sex trafficking? Why, why did he only choose this and only stick with it? And, you know, like, is it, is it just another psychological operation? Is Edward Snowden really who he says he is, or is it just something to feed us? You know, I I don't know. And and like you said, you bought his book, he's selling books. Um, you know, well, I mean, uh, I guess in my defense is if, if I didn't buy his book, how would I truly get his story? Right. I, I have the story that the the mainstream media and, and our government wants to, wants to portray him as, and, and they've, they've quite literally just, you know, attacked his character. Um, but I feel like this, this book kind of, it's called permanent record, but I feel like it, it kind of um, gives the reader um, an inside, like inside the brain of, of Edward Stone and why he did what he had, what he had to do. And it's essentially he, 
he's a white hat. He, he gave the information to the public that the public deserved to know. I agree with you 100%. I just don't know why he wouldn't. Uh, well, why, why only that though? When there's so many tyrannical things going on behind the scenes, why only that? Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you read his book, if, I'm sure if you've, if you watch the movie, I think it's called Snowden's on Netflix. Uh, I don't trust anything Netflix puts out. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you can see that um, he had access to, to a lot of programs, like, like you're saying, but think about the, the hundreds of millions of, of documents that he had access to. Obviously he didn't uh, read every single one. Maybe right. he handed over information to the journalists that, that spread the, uh, the light on, on Pizzagate. I don't know. You're right. Maybe that that's actually, that's a very good, valid, valid point. So, you know, the, 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 I don't mean to cut you off, but the journalism is supposed to be the, the fourth branch of, of government, right? The de facto fourth branch. And they're supposed to check uh, and balance the other three branches. And I said this on, on the last podcast that, that we just recorded, uh, that's going to come out on Sunday. Uh, journalism is quite literally dead in America. It's, it's, I feel like it's, it's podcasters like you and I, and, and some of the other guys and the, the independent guy who who's actually digging for the truth and trying to spread the truth to the rest of the world. What did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> No, seriously, I think that we are the news now. We are we are the jur- journalist. We're truly digging into these things. We're not taking the news at face value, and uh, that's that's what America is is craving right now. You know that right. if you look at the CNN numbers, the CNN numbers are so down. It's it's almost laughable when when uh, people like Sam Tripley puts out a tinfoil hat episode and it gets more views than CNN. You know what I mean? And it's called tinfoil hat, but people are going to that because they know they're going to get more truth from a show called tinfoil hat than they are from CNN. Right. Right. It speaks volumes. It it definitely does. So I wanted to get your take on this. And um, so this is in, in, in with uh, what I played earlier uh, from, from our uh, back to the future thing. And this happened today. We're following some breaking news now just in from the Supreme Court in the last couple of minutes with justices allowing New York's vaccine mandate for healthcare workers to stay in place. I want to bring in NBC's Pete Williams, who has the latest on this. So, Pete, why did they decide not to block it? Well, they don't say why. This is just an order of the court. It was a request for an injunction. So this is not a ruling. We don't get lots of details. It's simply the court refused to grant this injunction that was requested by some nurses and some doctors in New York. This is the fifth time that the U.S. Supreme Court has declined to block a state vaccine mandate. So it's done it for healthcare workers already in Maine and Massachusetts, for teachers in New York, for students at Indiana University, in, in every case declining to block vaccine mandates. The three dissenters in this case, Justices Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, and Neil Gorsuch, said the state should have taken, uh, the court should have taken the case that there were legitimate religious problems here. The, the objectors, the people challenging the law, say that there is a medical exemption. Uh, you don't have to take the vaccine if you can get a medical exemption, but there's no religious exemption. And they argued that was a violation of the religious freedom, but the Supreme Court did not agree and is not taking the case. So that right there is an attack on Christianity to me. And it's, and it's also attack 
an attack on our human rights. So you, it, it's crazy how the same liberals were out there saying my body, my choice, talking about um, abortions. But yet when it comes to this vaccine, they're like, you do what you're told. And, and the fact that the Supreme Court is not even going to recognize a religious exemption because I'm religious and it, your body and your blood is sacred. And to put aborted fetal cells into your body is not okay. And to change your DNA through this NRNA or mRNA crap where they can actually document you and patent you because you're not human anymore is totally an abomination to God. So I, I would just like to get your thoughts on this. And where are we going from here? Yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of upset that uh, Amy Comey Barrett and um, I think Kavanaugh was left off that list of, of the of the three who uh, who dissented. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of upset about that because it, it seems like whenever conservatives or Republicans choose conservative justices, like it's always like a wild card, right? Like um, uh, justice. Who the fuck is what's his name? Uh, Justice John Roberts, right? Like he's he he was he was uh, appointed by 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 a Republican, and he's kind of a flip flop. And it kind of seems like ACB and and Kavanaugh are, are as well. Uh, so my my thoughts on this: uh, they declined to impose an injunction. So that that doesn't mean that they're not going to hear the case eventually. That's good news. Uh, the bad news is an injunction would have said to the, to the state of New York. Yep, you can't force this on these people. Uh, so that's a problem. Uh, I think that by not allowing a religious exemption or a religious accommodation, that uh, it opens up uh, a Title VII lawsuit. So under uh, equal opportunity, uh, Title VII clearly states that uh, organizations need to make a form of accommodation for sincere religious beliefs. And by not doing that, I feel like these these institutions, these organizations within New York uh, are violating Title VII. So if, if your listeners uh, happen to be in New York and if they are uh, in the medical field, my recommendation to you would be to uh, file an EEOC complaint immediately. And if you need help doing that, there is a guy here in D.C. who's taken up cases for people who get denied uh, religious accommodations. His name is Mike Yoder and his, uh, Instagram is at Yoder underscore ESQ. And, uh, he'll help you with, with, uh, fighting a, uh, EEOC complaint. That's awesome. Can you, uh, actually send that to me so that I can link it in the uh, podcast description? Of course. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. So where do we go from here? Where, where do you see this going? Do you think the Patriots are going to stand up and rise? Because uh, I don't know if you know, but um, in NB Canada, they actually are allowing grocery stores to refuse service to people that have not taken the jab. And it's causing a mass uprising. And I think that our country is the only one that's not having a mass uprising. And when we do, oh my God, it's going to be amazing because we are the last beacon of hope, but we have all these little brother and sister countries around us that have woken up. And unfortunately the masses in America are still asleep at the wheel. Um, you know, I, I feel like, uh, 
I hope you kids see what a silly waste of resources this was. You worked really hard, Grandma. So do washing machines. So they're like, I just want to go to work. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I want this to be over with, but it's like the longer you allow them to dictate you and do what you want, the, the more they're going to try to overreach and pull their bullshit. So when do Americans wake up and where do we go from here? Yeah, listen, uh, America is quite literally a beacon of hope around the world. And, uh, our last podcast that we had, we had uh, Joel on the the African, and he, he said that he said that when he was a young boy, he would look at America and he'd be like, "Wow, you know, America is the country that that one day I want to get to." Um, so the rest of the world is is relying on Americans, right? They're they're relying on America. And unfortunately, we we have a uh, a resident uh, down here at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Ave that has no courage, right? He, he doesn't care about um, freedom and liberty, so. To answer your question, um, I quite I quite often advocate uh, to my listeners, to my followers, that the only thing that politicians truly listen to is public pressure. And uh, in order to get these people to actually listen to us, there needs to be a, a grassroots public pressure campaign on them. So the minute that these grocery stores or these hospitals deny access to people who are unvaccinated uh, is probably going to be the time that people start to uprise, right? Because now people are starting to get hungry, right? That they can't feed their families. And when you back a man into a corner or a woman uh, and they have nowhere else to go, all hell is going to break loose. And and these people are going to see that. And, and listen, I don't, I don't advocate violence by no means. But yeah, me too. Me too. Just, just so we know here at White Rabbit, we do not advocate violence. But at the same right. time, even in the Bible, it says there is a there is a proper time for it. Right. Um, I don't know if people are going to wake up, bro. It, it seems like I thought people were going to wake up with forced uh, vaccine mandates. I thought people were going to wake up uh, when they shut down people's businesses. Uh, and it's just, it just like, seems like it keeps going. And it's like, you give, you give an inch and they take a mile and we've already given them like 34 miles. So, or actually let's back that up one mile. We've given them 33 miles and their stupid freaking satanic cults that they're all involved in. And <clears throat> I feel like it's going to take something really crazy to stop this or else we're going to be being walked into um, these camps and being like, I told you so, but there's nothing we can do about it now. Cause you didn't, you didn't wake up and fucking revolt. Yeah. You know, things, things happen slowly and then suddenly. Um, and, and I think that's this last year is, is, is prime example of that. Um, come January. I don't think any of us could have predicted uh, that these, these mandates would have come so, so quickly. Um but I mean, to your, you know, l let me point you to two different places here. Uh, this is what brings me hope. Uh, and again, it's, it's on a small scale, but I, I think it, it, it goes to show it's a good example of, of how the tides are, are changing. So we'll take the election here in, in, in Virginia um, this last cycle. Uh, Republicans took a blue state and flipped it red. Not only did we flip the top three seats, they also flipped that the House of Delegates, which, which is huge. And then let's take uh, New Jersey, for example. Uh, uh, I think his name is Cuccinelli. Almost beat uh, Murphy. Uh, uh, let, was, let me stop you there. He did. Well, he did. He, he did. Him. I, 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 agree, I agree with you. We've I, seen I the same shenanigans in Jersey as we did 
and the and the other in the presidential election. And you're absolutely right. I, I won't. I won't even. I won't even contest that. Uh, but the fact that it was so close shows us that even the Democrats, uh, uh, I guess, uh, misunderstood. I guess the, the the level of of discontent that the American people had, especially in, in those two states. Uh, so that brings me hope. Twenty uh, twenty twenty two brings me hope because I think if if the Republicans don't allow fraud again. Uh, I truly believe that that we're going to retake the House and the Senate, and then this this presence uh, is is a, a lame duck for the next couple of years. Do you think it's going to come to that? Do you think? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm a Q guy, so I don't think Biden's going to be in there <clears throat> his full term. No, I don't think and, so either. And even if Q isn't legit, and uh, Donald Trump doesn't have some tricks up his sleeve, which I truly believe he does because everything that's been happening and it's, and it seems like the dominoes are falling faster and faster. And I'm seeing everything play out that I've been reading on the cue boards is happening faster and faster. So I have a lot of hope, but I will say, let's say I'm completely wrong. Do you think that if we go into 2024, we have any hope? of fixing anything if the elections stay the way that they are, even in 2022 coming up here, uh, you know, like we just seen it in Jersey. Like we already saw it with the presidential election and we're like, we're never going to let this happen again, but here we go. It just happened again. Yeah. I mean, I, I think with States like, you know, Jersey and States like Illinois cities, like Chicago, um, cities like, like, uh, Trenton, uh, I think they, those cities and those states have been so embroiled in 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 uh, fraud that it's 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 second nature, right? So how do you how do you beat that machine? Uh, you need you need people like you and I who are who are on the ground. We're, we're coordinating. We're, we're organized. Uh, we're filing lawsuits so that we can clean up the the, the voter rolls. But what it's going to take is it's it's not only going to take our our state legislatures um, to fix the problem. It's going to take every single one of us. So we need to all get out and volunteer and help carry the water. We we can't the, the time the, the time of sitting on the sidelines is over with, right? We all need we all need to get involved. And, and if we don't, this fucking bullshit is just going to continue to perpetuate itself. You know what pisses me off is I live in California and um, we we were able to get an entire new election to get Newsom the fuck out of here, right? No. And that alone should have just got him the fuck out of here. And then we go and vote and he got more votes than he did in the prior election, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Nope. Um, I wore my fuck Newsom hat when I went in to vote and I was, I, I was like, they're going to make me take my hat off and not let me walk in here. But no, I walked in there and the polling people were like, I love your hat, even though they probably shouldn't have said that. Right. You know what I mean? But like, right. So I'm like, there is no fucking way that this guy legitimately won. And where the fuck is Newsom? Right. Is he still missing in action? You know what? People say, no, we've seen him here. We've seen him there. But he's he's missing. He's missing in action. Yeah, I, I had a woman on my show. I think it was episode 13. It was with uh, Spiced Bree was, was her uh, her handle. And she had brought that up. And it was like this guy's been missing for a couple of weeks. Nobody's seen him. So it's actually funny you bring that up. I can't believe he's still missing in action. No, he still is missing in action. And then he took the jab and, and, um, I, I was reading, a um, 
a news source that said that he was actually arrested and he is in Gitmo facing charges right now. And that's why we're not seeing him. I think I saw that too. Yeah. I, I just, I just can't stand these, these people of power. You know, he, he is, um, Nancy Pelosi's cousin, right. Or nephew, I should say. And it, and I find it not funny, but I find it rather disheartening that all these people are together and they're colluding together for a certain thing. And when he had an adverse reaction to the jab, he was quoted in saying, I was supposed to get, I was supposed to get the, um, uh, dang it. What is it called? Placebo. Um, Yeah. I was supposed to get the placebo jab and he ended up going into a coma. And from the article that I read, he woke up in custody. So if that's true, hallelujah, holy shit, and stupid gets what he deserves. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, so let me ask you this, because yeah, I'm, I'm a little less familiar. What war crimes or, or what crimes against humanity do you think he's, he's being held for? Well, number one, he put uh, the same thing as Governor Cuomo, where he put um, elderly people that were in that were already infected with the coronavirus. He put them in nursing homes so that people that were susceptible to death so that they could boost the numbers. And also in this article, I read that he had in his basement um, a child pornography room where he would film kids doing stuff with him and here we go i'm gonna get deleted again (laughs) (laughs) um he's just an evil person and these people i feel like i you know i don't know how you feel about lizard people but i just feel like these people are not human they don't have a human heart they don't have compassion and they really just care about their ego and they care about the money that they're going to make. And they are obsessed with power that they have over people. And that is what this whole coronavirus thing is, is, is their obsession with their power over people. Because if you look at the statistics and you look at like the actual evidence of health and everything else is like, this is not something that we should be freaking out about. You know, we had a tuberculosis outbreak three years ago that killed way more people than this coronavirus has. And nobody even reported about it on the news because it was just a blip. It was like, we don't want to freak these people out. Let's not talk about it. But it was like, we got to get Donald J. Trump out of here and, and push our agenda. Hillary was not supposed to lose. So what are we going to do? Let's insert. You do not know what you are talking about, Mr. Motherfucking Fauci. Yeah. You know, uh, how Dr. Fauci isn't in prison surprises me because, uh, he quite literally lied to Congress. And, uh, I mean, Rand, Rand Paul calls him out all the time at Rand Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. So I think it's important to note that, uh, big pharma, uh, contributes the most to the mainstream media. So of course they're going to continue to perpetuate uh, this lie, right? So anybody that knows even uh, an elementary level of um, science, uh, they know that every single time a virus mutates, it gets weaker, doesn't get stronger. So so why are we continuing to talk about, you know, the Delta, the Lambda, now the Omicron, right? When it's it's literally a, a weaker virus. Pfizer, 
Pfizer was making a $9 billion on the booster alone, right? And now they just came out with a statement that said, well, in order to get protected by, or in, in order to, pr to protect yourself from uh, Omicron, you're going to need the two shots and then two boosters. I mean, it's come on. This is, this is not, nothing more than, than the sniffles, but they stand and, and make so much money. And it's already proven not to even work because it seems like the people that are getting this jab are right. the ones that are ending up in the hospital with, with not only with Corona, but they're also ending up in the hospital with all these adverse effects. Like, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take my chances. I'm not going to get jabbed. And I have a 99 point, what is it? Nine, eight percent chance of beating this thing if yeah. I do get it. And I already feel like I did get it. So I already have the antibodies and I'm just going to go ahead and avoid all the side effects of the jab. But you have all these people that are like 350 pounds and they're wearing a mask in their own fucking car by themselves. And they're like, uh, looking at you like you are the piece of shit that's that's uh intruding on their health and it's like no motherfucker your drive-through capabilities is intruding on your health and the fact that you got jabbed with something that you have no idea what is in it because it's still and a lot of people think that this jab is is okay but this is just the um uh, I hate it when things leave my head. This jab is only under emergency use only yeah. because apparently there is no other treatments, but there is other treatments. You got hydroxychloroquine, you got ivermectin, and these things have been proven to work. Yeah, that's, that's a great point that these, these three vaccines are, are still under, uh, emergency use authorization. And, uh, I, I kind of want to bring up something that I brought up on, on my show not too long ago. And it was that, um, there's case law out there and it was called, um, oh, it's, it's escaping me. Um, secretary of defense back in 2001. Um, I'm going to Google it real quick. Uh, damn it. Well, while you're Googling that, did you know that there was already um, a patent put out for the coronavirus way before we even seen it? You know, I wasn't I wasn't familiar with that. Yeah, you know, another another Dr. Fauci thing. Cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Uh, I absolutely love that. I, listen, I, I got to get a soundboard for, for my show too. I, I think it, it, it quite literally elevates the, the show. Um, so, so I found it. So it was Donald Rumsfeld. So it was, and again, I'm, I'm sorry for the delay, but uh, so Rumsfeld v. John Doe 2001 is, is the case. And what happened was the, the federal court said, uh, let me backtrack, uh, through executive order, the president had said uh, all military members have to get the anthrax shot. Anthrax oh. was under uh, EUA. So uh, soldiers sued and they won. And the federal courts came in and they said, you know what? Uh, the federal government can't mandate individuals to receive a shot that's not FDA approved. Uh, and anthrax at the time was still uh, under EUA. So it, it kind of like snowballs into to what we're talking about today. So the three shots that are on the market, the J&J, &J, Pfizer, and the, and the Moderna, Pfizer specifically being Pfizer- uh, BioNTech. Uh, so what, what Pfizer did was uh, 
they they have an FDA FDA approved vaccine and it's called Comirnaty. Uh, That's not what they're giving out to people. Just so people listening to this know that they, they do have it. That's not what you're receiving. I just yes. want to I want to put that out there. Yep, and, and I'm going to get there. So, so they have they have an FDA approved vaccine. It's called Comirnaty. It is not available in the United States. So when you go and you say, oh, I want the Pfizer shot, you're getting the Pfizer BioNTech, which is still under EUA. So that that brings me to this, uh, and it kind of like circles back to everything we've been talking about. Is uh, per federal law. A president cannot mandate anybody to get a vaccination that's not FDA approved. So, so tell me why all these organizations, right? So we have multiple executive orders from President Biden, Resident Biden, and nice. and uh, two of them were, uh, which one was struck down by the by the uh, judiciary, and it was that any business with a hundred or more employees they have to either test or get the vaccine. Well, that was struck down. So the second prong to this uh, executive order was that. Every executive branch employee has to get the, the vaccine. And again, there is no vaccine that's FDA approved here in America. So they, they don't care. These people in the administration, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Chuck Schumer, Biden, Saki, uh, Kamala Harris, they don't care about the law. What they want to do is they want to force as many people to get this, this jab, this experimental vaccine as they can. So their buddies in big pharma can, can make the billions of dollars off, off of our health. And uh, all that to say, we just shut down the military industrial complex, 20, 20 year war that nobody decided to, to question. And here we, here we are starting up another uh, big pharma industrial complex. Do you think that this has anything to do with the Georgia Guidestones? Um, brief me on that real quick. Are you familiar with the Georgia Guidestones and how they want to de- depopulate the, um, no. Okay. Another time that, uh, cause that I know we only have like nine minutes left, so well, that, I, that's going to take about like 30 minutes for me to explain to you. <laughs> I do. I do know that, um, Bill Gates once said that a good vaccine is a vaccine that controls the population. And I imagine this, this is probably down the same road, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and why would you, why would you even listen to somebody and take it medical advice? One who's not a doctor. I love that meme that says I have this, I don't mean to brag, but I have the same medical degree as, (laughs) as Bill Gates. I love that. And, and another thing is somebody who is open about wanting to depopulate the planet. This motherfucker is old as fuck. Like, why does he want to depopulate anything? He's obviously satanic. He obviously thinks that he is going to live forever and that he is, he's bidding, uh, the devil's work. And I don't know if you're religious or not, but I am extremely religious. And I believe that this is a, this is a battle right now. And we are in the end times. If, if, if we weren't living in revelations, then I don't know. We are definitely living in revelations right now. And I would not be surprised if the battle finally happens within the next couple of years. If, if the skies opened up tonight and we heard the trumpets uh, sound, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised either. And, and I am religious and I happen to agree with you. I do believe that we, we are in end times. Um, and to the note on, on the religious aspect uh, t- to listeners who, who may find themselves down or, or depressed because of everything that's going on, Truth and light will always prevail. Truth and light will always prevail. Yes, 100%. And uh, all we need to do is stay true to ourselves. And uh, if you know what's going on, um, 
and you you have read the Bible, then you know that like you need to speak out. You need to open as many eyes as you possibly can, whether they listen or not, that's up to them. But I think that's what we're doing right here with this podcast. Um, I go out and I, I've been holding signs at, at the state Capitol cause I live here in Sacramento. And so, uh, about every other weekend there's, there's, a um, some sort of a protest. So I've been trying to go down there and, and at least have my voice heard there as well. I think my voice is heard way more on here than it is when I go down there, but still they're seeing us down there, you know, and I think they're, they're just laughing. They're just like, Oh, look at these stupid people think that they're going to hold these signs and it's actually going to change our mind. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> Seth from talkie time. And like you said earlier, you're not advocating for violence and I do not as well. However, I do believe that he has a great idea and it's like, we have a second amendment or we have, we have the second amendment. So why don't all of us go to our state capitals bearing guns, bearing arms and protest peacefully and when the cops are here, like, hey, you can't do that. We're like, well, we're here and we're doing that. Don't fuck with us. We're not going to fuck with you. And they see that they're outnumbered with so many people with guns. Like, that's the greatest thing about America is, and, and that's what separates us from like Australia, from what Australia is going through right now is like, they can't do this. We can. So where are the motherfuckers with balls to go and do this? Grab your Grab your fucking guns, go to your state capitol, and peacefully march. I'm not saying fire on anybody. Please do not shoot anyone. But just show up and show that you are willing to do whatever it takes because these people that wrote the Constitution knew this was going to happen, and that's why they wrote the Second Amendment, so that we would be able to defend our constitutional rights and by laying back and doing nothing you are allowing a, a tyrannical government to take over and we will be involved in a new world order unless people wake the fuck up and do something yeah i think it was i think it was michigan uh about this time last year um they, uh, they they're allowed to to open carry in their state and uh i think i'm right in the state i, I could be wrong fact check me later but the point of the story is uh Two uh, A activists and patriots marched on their capital peacefully, and uh, I, I think it sent a I think it sent a message because uh, Gretchen Whitmer at the time had rescinded what, whatever order or whatever piece of legislation that she was about to sign. So yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, she is a bitch. Uh, the Second Amendment is 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 huge, uh, and without it, we have no other no other uh, right. Well, brother, I know you only got four minutes left. So is there any anything you want to leave my audience with uh, closing statements, maybe some beacon of hope or something? Yeah, man, I'll uh, I'll re reiterate what I said before. And uh, that's truth and light will always prevail. Uh, and, and that being said, you have to be the change that you want to see in government. Right. So the, the, the times of thinking that only lawyers or doctors uh, can serve in these seats uh, in Congress, that those days are over. The, the, these people don't have the best interests uh, of the American people. It's the, it's the teacher, it's the, the fireman, it's the policeman, it's the garbage man, it's the, it's the dog catcher. All these people who are close to 
um, to their communities, they know how to appropriately um, represent them. Join, join whatever, whether it's the GOP or, or your Libertarian Party, I, I don't care. Join your party. Uh, as long as you're mildly competent, they're, they're going to put you in a, in a position of, uh, of some form of leadership, and that's how you start to make the change. We start by, by our towns, then our counties, and then our states. So start small, grassroots movement. Let's do this. That's it. Yeah, I love it, brother. Um, go ahead and plug uh, plug your podcast and let everybody know where they can find you on Instagram, on your podcast, and everything else. And I appreciate you coming on. I, uh, I thought we had a really good conversation. I'd love to have you back on with your brother as well and, and do a little longer form because I like to go two hours, but I appreciate you giving me an hour. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're very welcome. Um, so if uh, your listeners want to find us uh, on Instagram, they can find us at, at Pilsners underscore and underscore politics. Uh, on Twitter, we're at Pils underscore politics. And uh, you can find our, our podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Just search Pilsners and politics. Awesome, brother. And I would just like to say, uh, holy Santa Claus shit. <laughs> Because it is almost Christmas. It is almost Christmas. But um, so I think on that note, we are going to end this. And uh, ben, Benji, thank you so much for blessing your presence with White Rabbit. And uh, I appreciate some of the things that we talked about because I think that there is a lot of uh, divide in the community that's going on right now. And hopefully people will listen to this and be like, yo, it doesn't matter if somebody... It doesn't matter what your job title is. It matters where your heart is, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%, brother. And I appreciate everything that you did. And go check out his podcast. And thank everybody for listening. I end every show with a song, so... I listen to it. The world getting crazy, baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. Marching on these streets of blood till I see the golden gates. Troubadour and troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpents. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you. Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. 
Deflected by some breaking news Always just accepted Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective Don't question their objective But I got a lot of questions How these kids molested but nobody's been arrested Read it in the testament These children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists Both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed Lying out of sheep Only kneel to my God So I'm dying on my feet uh, Silence when we speak But there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full I'm optimistic People are sadistic So vicious and malicious Praying for assistance To overcome opposition Or I'm gonna start resisting And then I pray for forgiveness This puppet show stays on because of you fools We've been dancing with the devil way too long I know it's fun but get ready to pay your dues Oh God, come back home This crazy Get ready to pay.